Hello, Galaxy! Chris Perillo here, hot off a hot meal, where I downed half a bottle of Valentina, not the Black Label Valentina, just the regular Valentina, my favorite hot sauce of all time. And I've tried a lot of hot sauces. This hot sauce has a flavor to me. I love it. And I'm not the kind of guy who loves hot sauces. But I have to tell you, my mouth is a little on fire. It's blazing. I got things beeping around me as well. I don't... What's beeping? Don't you hate that? Don't you hate when you're doing something and something beeps and you can't figure out what the beep comes from? There is a beep that has been going on in my play shop for the greater part of a year, and I don't know what it is. I think it's a Darth Vader. I just don't know which Darth Vader. I'd have to like do my best to narrow it down. Beeping computers. So my mouth's a little on fire. If my voice sounds different to you, and maybe not as high-pitched, uh, maybe a bit attenuated, maybe not as energetic, and maybe you hear me drooling, this would be why. I needed to explain this to you because you probably weren't there for TLDR tonight, broadcasted as we usually do just about every day at youtube.com slash lockernome. I talked about effectively having to eat before recording the podcast because we went from that live video stream to this live stream. I am simulcasting the recording of this podcast on my Twitch profile twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo, and I'm very happy to report that we now have 70 subs. Those subs of mine on Twitch, all of them, get access to the 24-7 Discord chat. You can join it too. Head over to twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo, press the sub button wherever that happens to be, because I couldn't tell you. Everything I see looks different than what you see. And then once you've subbed to me, connect your Discord account to your Twitch account, and then magically... They don't notify you, but magically, the Chris Perillo Cantina Discord chat room will show up on Discord for you as a sub of mine on Twitch. You can do it for free if you want, if you have your Amazon Prime connected account to uh, the Twitch account. Sorry, that was a little weird, but I think you, you get the gist. You can also join the Discord chat if you would like to be a part of a community that's open 24-7 by uh, becoming a patron, patreon.com slash Perillo. because not only would you be able to hear this podcast... Uh, you would be able to watch it live as anybody could. Uh, but TLDR, even though that is a live video that everybody can see, TLDR is also an audio-only podcast specifically for patrons. So if you've always wanted TLDR as an audio podcast recorded live on YouTube, uh, you get that as a bonus on Patreon. If you don't want to be a patron, you can still watch TLDR. I also uh, today set up a GoFundMe. I was prompted to effectively set up a device-driven GoFundMe. I don't know how far it's going to go. I can tell you this. Five people believe in me, which is great. I love having at least five people believe in that idea. But it's effectively the the current campaign is for uh, the pixels, the pending pixels. Those people who effectively back that pixel fund will get their uh, name in the credits for any one of the pixel videos uh, that they had supported. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very grateful that we have subs and patrons and, and, and people who will crowdfund Super Chatters, when we do live YouTube videos, tonight was two live videos, TLDR, and then uh, Chris Perillo uh, did a, a I know, I'm not talking about myself in the third person, even though I kind of am, the Chris Perillo YouTube channel hosted the LGV30 week uh, review after having used it for one week. And I did it live because I really wanted to get uh, everybody else's take on what it is they wanted me to talk about. And it worked out, I thought, uh, fairly well over the course of that hour. So moving on to podcast topics, now that we got the administrivia out of the way, I you know, really feel that I'm getting antsy. 
And I'm not someone who necessarily get antsy all that often. I was not antsy for the uh, the uh, the iPhone 8 or the 8 Plus. I wasn't even antsy for the announcements, but I definitely wasn't antsy, you know, even after seeing that they were going to be released and knowing that I'd order one. It was perfunctory. Keep in mind, when I say antsy, I'm not talking about antsy versus ASCII art. I'm done with that battle. Stop asking. ASCII art over ANSI art. All right? I don't want to answer that question again. It comes up every single day. ASCII art for the win. I know there there's still people out there who believe in ANSI. Yeah, I, I think it had its day. I can't use ANSI art on Twitter, though. I can't ASCII art. That's not the type of ANSI I'm talking about. And if you completely missed that reference, you are entirely too young for the internet. Obviously, you're, you're not. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's a pretty old geek reference. An old tech reference, if you will. I'm antsy, however, to get that Pixel 2. I, I kind of keep coming back to it. And, and every time I pick up one of these newer uh, Android devices that I have, that I've had a chance to play with, I currently have two uh, in my uh, possession. Uh, beyond the, the one that I had uh, for the past year or so, the Nexus 6P. Actually, I think I've had that for two years. Um, it's been my go-to Android experience. But in, in going back and forth between the Essential PH1 and the LG V30, I, I just feel like I'm wanting more. I need more. And that's something that I'm I'm really hoping that the Pixel is going to be able to deliver. I've only heard, you know, um, experiences secondhand, uh, you know, from you know, primary, uh, I guess, trusted people who would know what I would be looking for and know what I have an issue with. And they, having played with the Pixel uh, 2 specifically, Pixel 2 XL or the regular Pixel 2, seem to indicate that we you know, are moving down the right path. We're on a good trajectory in terms of software performance on hardware. And that's all I'm looking for. That's everything I'm looking for. And I'm getting antsy because I've had enough of iOS. I've had enough of, of Android experiences that go far but not far enough for me. I don't have high expectations. I'm just ready to get on with life. And that to me is, is it's like a, not exactly like a sword of Damocles, but it's just waiting and I find myself just kind of biting time. I really can't wait to get that Pixel. It's going to take everything in me uh, to just hold on and not tear into it in the car when I pick it up this coming week. And that's when it's going to happen because I, I guess it's probably going to be on route within a, another few days. So very happy for that. Uh, Mad Techno in uh, Twitch chat who also may be a part of Discord because uh, Mad Techno is a sub of mine on Twitch, I can tell, because he's got a little uh, avatar that's different, he or she, uh, asks if I switch SIM cards. I do. Uh, that is the easiest way to, to handle it. I, I, I get basically tester cards. I don't use my own for a few different reasons. You know, I'm, I, I play with all the, all, all, the, all the carriers that I can. Uh, but I, I, I'm very, very cautious about putting these devices anywhere near any kind of networks that I trust or, or connected to any accounts that I might use on a regular basis. I, I've got levels of, of security through obscurity. And uh, that that's something that, that I do uh, on a regular basis when I do have an opportunity uh, to, to play with them. 
There's a possibility I'll be getting that Note 8 soon, though I don't think I'm chomping at the bit to get one. If the uh, the connection falls through, what I will likely end up doing is just setting up a GoFundMe for it. But I would not um, move forward in effectively attaining a Note 8 until that pledge level was met. I will move forward with the Pixels, you know, even without the, the pledge level uh, being met because it's just kind of like, seeing if this is a possibility, letting the community decide what it is that I do. That's why I like doing these AMAs. I like doing these uh, you know, open-ended live videos, these interactive videos, because it gives me an opportunity to give you what it is that you want rather than talking about something that I want to talk about. And I like you know, striking that balance in whatever way that uh, I can possibly strike it. Uh, the... Uh, the, the internet has obviously been fine for me today. I was concerned after uh, yesterday's issue with the uh, bandwidth, but I'd been running uh, you know speed tests throughout the day, hoping that it was just a temporary glitch. But I guess other people were uh, having problem with it, uh, pro- problems with it as well, which you know doesn't necessarily inspire confidence, especially when we're all having problems with it. You know, it's it's fine when. Everything's fine. It's when things are not fine that's when you get kind of antsy. I went to the uh, tablet here to try to pop pop open a website, and uh, it just jumped all over this place. The, the screen kept popping. I mean, it's the software. I'm just you want to talk about just getting antsy. I'm I'm antsy for that Pixel Book to replace this iPad Pro, the new iPad Pro. I I'm like over it. I'm done. I know that uh, uh, you know a lot of people love the iPad. They use the iPad all the time. I've used it. I know it. I get it. But I, if, if the Pixelbook, as it arrives at the end of the month, comes even close to giving me what I want in terms of the way I've used the iPad, forget about app stores. Just give me a better experience, and then we'll go from there. That's what I'm looking for. I'll sell this iPad Pro. So if you're in the market for a secondhand iPad Pro, we're talking like the, what is it, the 10.5-inch one? Um, you may want to wait because I'm going to be selling this at some point in the in the near future, possibly. Stay tuned for that. I'm antsy for that too. I think we've got our a title for the podcast. I have fun with the titles sometimes. Um, I think y'all caught that with with the podcast. Uh, the, uh, the the descriptions, however, for the podcast, I usually kind of flake on. I'm like, really? Is anybody going to read the description? They came here to listen, not read. If they wanted to read, they'd go to a blog that they're not going to go to anymore. And someone got on my case after I tweeted out that uh, the podcast was ready earlier today. I said, hey, the podcast is ready. I didn't share a link or anything. It was just straight up, podcast is ready. Because I assume you all know where it is. Chris Perillo. You search for Chris Perillo, and it's there. And he says, well, a link would have been nice. I'm like, well, okay, hang on. I can't give one link to rule them all. There's just no such thing. I've got my Anchor profile, anchor.fm slash Chris Perillo. That's a place where you can listen. But that's not an iTunes link. That's not a Google Play link. That's not a, a TuneIn link. That's not a Spotify link if I ever get uh, indexed there. I submitted the feed, but I haven't heard back. So uh, I couldn't effectively give a link. Just search for my name, podcast, find me. I'm there. Or I should be. So I, I caught news that Facebook is offens- uh, offensively, <laughs> well, for some it would be offensive, Offen- uh, ah, I did it again, effectively uh, allowing you to order food from Facebook. <laughs> what? 
I, I guess this is something that they could do to raise revenue. I, I, I'm not going to slag them for doing that. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to go as far as to order food from Facebook. But they, they've effectively uh, partnered with uh, delivery services. It's a neat idea. And I suppose if, if it saved money, you know, or, or it was certainly more affordable than other options, and, and they, they enabled me to get food delivered in a way that is just convenient, eh, maybe it's a possibility. Because, you know, honestly, if you were to ask me, hey, Chris, you know, I, I want, you know, uh, what are we going to order for dinner tonight? And I'm not saying you would ask that. I mean, maybe dine it. Because we don't eat out a lot. Uh, we don't go to restaurants um, anymore, not just for budgetary reasons, but um, specifically because I can't eat a lot of the stuff with uh, with its oil or, or specifically being someone on a whole food plant-based uh, lifestyle or in one, not on one. Um, but, but, you know, if we knew of a place, I wouldn't know where to go. So I, I guess, you know, Facebook may be, you know, onto something here because Facebook would probably have a better idea as to what's going on and what people like, especially my social graph, more than I would. And I don't, I don't want to download yet another app. I'm trying to get away with downloading apps. And Facebook, you know, is, is every app, man. It's, it's everything's in Facebook. And I'll tell you, the Facebook experience on iOS is, is getting long in the tooth. And never before has that been clearer than last night when I read on the uh, Facebook developer blog. This was uh, two weeks ago. They were talking about their frameworks and how they push for frick, fricky 60 frames per second. Man, that hot sauce went right to my head. It's still in my mouth. 60 frames per second performance on Android. And they can do this because of the frameworks that they're using, that they developed, that they open sourced. And uh, uh, Lithio, I believe, is the name of the framework that specifically improves Android performance. Now, I've not used Facebook on Android all that often. Can't say that it was any better or any worse than the experience of Facebook on iOS, though. But to hear that last night, I'm like, oh, okay. That's interesting because I use the Facebook app. Can't use, to my knowledge, the Facebook Lite app uh, on, that, uh, the, on any of the devices. They said the device isn't compatible. I can use the Messenger Lite app, which I'm inclined to do. I mean, they're, they're, they're resources that do a lot. I, do, I don't need them to do a lot. I just need them to do one thing well. So, you know, I, I may find myself on the fence with Facebook versus Facebook Lite. Uh, specifically, if the device uh, supports it, the Android device. Because I don't think they're going to be porting those over to uh, iOS. And here's the reason why. Because they developed them primarily for slower phones on slower connections in other parts of the world. That's the reason those apps exist. So the fact that they even make Facebook, or sorry, uh, Messenger Lite available outright for me to use here, I'm happy. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'd switch to it outright on Android. Depends. I mean, does it take you know less battery? Am I able to accomplish the same things? Am I am I able to chat? I mean, are, are there niceties? Sure, in in a full fledged uh, app. But you know, is it worth the the, the trade off? I don't have an answer to that question yet. Nor do I have an answer to the question of the of Facebook versus Facebook Lite. Certainly be interested in trying it because to me that, that, that wouldn't be a bad reimagining of the Facebook experience starting from scratch, building from there. But the fact that Facebook pushes uh, 60 frames per second and aims for it on, uh, on Android, that's great to hear because I, it hasn't, to my knowledge, seen a clean 60 frames per second without any amount of, of, of judder, jitter, stuttering, or um, uh, uh, jank or lag on iOS. It's constant. It's, <clears throat> there's an iOS lag that exists on so many apps. It's rare that I don't lag or don't experience a lag in, uh, in an iOS app or in an iOS experience. 
And that's different for, um, you know, uh, too many people. I wish it was a cleaner experience. Big Sports Fan 2 in the Twitch chat says, Chris, what is a good text message app for Android? <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, there's so many. Honestly, I, I really like what uh, uh, Google's doing with Allo. I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily an all-out replacement for like you know, a messaging app. Uh, but even Android uh, Messenger, sorry, it's not Android Messenger because that sounds too much like Facebook Messenger. Android Messages has at least got support for uh, the next gen of messaging. And I appreciate that so long as every every other part of the industry catches up. So, you know, the, the, there's no there's no perfect messaging platform. Everyone's got a choice. And usually that's dictated by your friends. That's what's dictated my engagement, uh, you know, on a, on a variety of, of platforms over the years, and I've used a lot. It, it's inevitably what my friends are using. What is everybody using? And sometimes I had to segment friends years ago. In fact, I, I used Trillion for a number of years, and Trillion would allow me to use, uh, uh, you know, access this platform's messenger, this platform's messenger, this platform's messenger, all the mess- popular messenger platforms I could access from one client. It was clean, it was simple, it was effective, and I loved it because I didn't have to worry about what my friends were using. We've gotten away from that somewhat, for better or for worse. But yeah, there, there are a few uh, alternatives uh, you know, to, to what Google has to provide, and it, I think that all comes down to your friends. What are your friends using? That is inevitably what you are going to use. At least that would be what I would imagine you would want to use. Because if you got a messenger and no one's messaging you, what's the point? Brygeek does mention that RCS, the, the technologies in coming, uh, or co- that are coming down the pike, now that Google's adopted it, you know, it, they're contingent on the industry playing along, says it's going to take a long time to get running properly uh, because of that. He says he'll doubt it, he doubts it'll matter for at least the next two years. Yeah, I agree. Hell, I'd be surprised if it's not a false start. It's, it's a start. At least it's something. But I don't know if it's going to go far enough. In order for RCS to be supported, honestly, it's got to be supported by Apple. And I've said this about the things that Apple's done in the past. It's not that Apple invented NFC, but it got a lot more interesting, NFC did, when, uh, the, uh, uh, when the iPhone got it. Suddenly, Apple Pay was everywhere. Android Pay started to make sense. It's not that it didn't before. It's not that Apple invented this. Uh, it's... A little more than that. It, it takes, uh, you know, the entire industry to support something. Or big players. Google's a big player. It's not big enough for a lot of different reasons. Uh, Google's ecosystem is different from Apple's ecosystem. If Apple makes a move, specifically in relation to services and engagement of technology in the public, then I pay attention. It, I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about how those features are implemented. I'm talking specifically about how, how they've got critical mass that Android doesn't. And I know you're sitting there saying, possibly, but what are you talking about, Chris? That's, 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 that's impossible. You know, Apple doesn't have as many devices out there as Android. Ah, that's true. But how many, how many carriers is Android going through? How many, um, how many OEMs? How many versions of Android are out there and incompatibilities and issues? And you're, you're talking about a completely different mess. So you, this, this is where it gets difficult to compare iOS to Android. They're completely different business models. Completely, uh, you know, created by completely different companies. That's uh, uh, you know a, a big part of it. So I, I think it it's it's uh, it's definitely 
better than what we would have for all the reasons that are, you know, I'm not going to go into right now. If you want to research it, RCS. And I want to say it's rich communication services. I'm going off of memory, but there's so many acronyms I got to memorize and inevitably I'll trip over them. That's why I'm very, very careful. Um, you know, it, it's inevitable. It's just, it's, it's going to take time. Big Sports Fan 2 says, Chris, I cannot tweet you because someone had blocked me. Well, that would be me, but I don't know why I blocked you. Sometimes it happens on accident. I don't know why. Um, because sometimes it happens, you know, because I was like, okay, dude, I can't, I can't keep up with this. Sometimes it happens on accident. I don't know. Uh, I, I tell you what, I, I did get a little agitated today. I, I've, I've not exactly been quiet about this, but one of the most agitating questions I get asked is not ASCII versus ANSI. It's, it's not iOS versus Android, though that is very pedestrian. Um, it's what camera did you use? This irritates me to no end. The camera didn't take the picture. I did. I was using the camera. It's not the camera. That's something that is really... It, it, it just tells me that you're not paying attention to the thing that I created. You're not looking at the thing that I did. You're, you're, you're thinking about the product that made the product. Man, it just it agitates me to know. And, and I'm not going to block someone for, for asking that question, but you know, if I feel that someone's out of line, they call and question my integrity. Some, someone else chimed in, in in a thread today saying, you just made that photo look bad effectively. Or, you're, you're, you're just making other things look better. And effectively, they're accusing, accusing me of playing favorites. I'm like, I just took a picture. I used a filter on it. And just enjoy the – if you like the picture, enjoy the picture. Not everything has to be a camera comparison test. I don't want to talk about the camera. So, of course, the way I respond is usually flippant. What camera did you use? I don't know, the one I had on me. Well, yeah, but what was the camera? The, the, you know, what, what, was, what, what took the picture? The camera. So I'll always dodge the question. I'll dodge the answer that you're looking for. Uh, I'm not going to answer the question unless it's like a comp camera comparison test. That's something that uh, I, I wish people could get past. Just I, I I understand why you ask. I do. I do. I do. I do. But it's just to me, it's just it's agitating because you're not you're telling me that you like the picture. So tell me you like the picture, not what camera did you use? Not I like the picture. What camera did you use? It's never the camera. It's what you do with it. I mean, I was taking crappy photos on, on, on better cameras back in the day. So, so inevitably, I, I just, I try to move past it. Just enjoy the photo for what it is. That's, that's all I ask. I'm not, you caught me on this thread of, 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 of blocking. And that's uh, uh, the closest thing I could, uh, 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 you know, equate. Like if, if someone is either getting under my skin and I don't usually do it outright, or if they question my integrity on something where I know I've done everything I could, then I get agitated because then you're, 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 you're calling into question my, my honor, everything that I have. Some other guy on uh, the uh, YouTube channel right before the live video stream, uh, effectively had, uh, um, what, what he, he said, what was it? Oh, Google, 
Google changed something or Google had a problem with the, the Google Home Mini and I didn't hear you talk about it. You know, there's, it was a big disaster and it was a big problem, leaking data, and you didn't talk about it. Hmm, double standards. I'm like, whoa, 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 hang on. If we're talking about the situation where a reviewer told Google what was going on and that it was basically transmitting data constantly, number one, Google replied. This is like, I guess it was on a, like a Friday evening or something crazy, on an evening. Google replied to them right away. Moreover, uh, they were at, they were basically on site to address the problem immediately. Like they addressed it before it was even an issue. So the fact that Google responded, it's an, it's, it's, it's a, a feature that's now going to be, uh, well, it's nerfed, um, for everybody until or unless they can fix the problem. They responded the way they should have. It's not about the problem. It's about how someone addresses it. It's never about the problem. Ever. It's how they addressed it or if they perceive it as a problem. They obviously perceived it as a problem. And they fixed it. That's the story. So I, I basically replied and I said, you know, I don't know about double standards, but if you want me to do a 20-minute video about how Google did the right thing, fine, I will. But at this point, it's kind of overplayed. It's a non-issue. If they shipped it like that as intended, then we'd have an issue. But I don't have an issue because of how they replied. Immediately. And, and, and definitively. That says everything. But I didn't like, I really didn't, I didn't block him, uh, but I didn't like having my position called into question. It's not that they, one company did the same thing as another company. And, and someone else even stepped in, and this was before the live stream on YouTube, and basically uh, said the same thing. They said, before I jumped in again, they said, well, yeah, but this is what Google did, and what's the problem? It's how they dealt with the problem. That's a big deal. Almost Lonely, great handle there on Twitch, not a sub, says, Hello, Chris, long time no see. I haven't kept up with your vlog vids in a long time, but it seems you're only doing one-minute vlogs now. Okay, so I do a lot now. Let's see here. What did I do today? Today, I did an hour-long video on the LG V30 at youtube.com slash chrisperlo. Then I moved on to doing TLDR, the daily live broadcast on youtube.com slash lockernome. And now I'm recording the audio podcast, on twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo. So I'm doing a lot. If you're looking for more personal videos, we're making one of them public a week. Those are on uh, geekfamilyfun.com if you want all the bonuses, or the username on YouTube is uh, geekfamilyfun. So you can have uh, uh, either one of them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's effectively where that is. Uh, the, uh, uh, oh, hang on, I see an avatar here. It's hard for me to... It's a skull with a beard? Uh, yeah, it is. I've never seen that avatar before. Or not avatar, but like an emoji. The Twitch emoji. I, I don't keep up on the emoji. It's kind of a pain in the neck to, to manage on Twitch. Twitch has always been a pain in the neck for producers. Always. It's such a mess. Ah, such a mess. I, I'm happy to have it as an option. Don't get me wrong. You know, Now that I'm able to kind of work it into the workflow and, and do this video live so that I can take questions is questions come in if they come in and then delete the video so it's not that you're missing anything if you're only listening to the podcast the, the video that i uh, simulcast is removed almost immediately uh, um like as soon as it's uh, as, as soon as it's done i uh usually don't have uh you know much going on in the weekend so i'm able to, to produce content but this is the this is the 
this is the weekend that I'm doing an event, one of my events. I say one of my events because it's true. Now I kind of have two events. Galaxar is happening this weekend in the greater Seattle area for people like me, geeks and nerds that have families, or maybe they don't have families, but they love to collect uh, vintage and modern uh, collectibles, tons of Star Wars stuff, so it's definitely for people like me. Uh, that's happening, and uh, it's the second one we're doing this year. Very happy about it. Don't know where it's going to go. Don't know where it's going to be next time. Don't know if it's going to be in the same place next time, though. I can I can assure you that. Um, the uh, uh, But Galaxar is happening this weekend, so I'm going to be very busy for the next few days. So if you uh, if you kind of hear a pause in publishing, don't you know refresh anything you know without you know going uh, you know overboard. But that's why. I'm going to be doing that. That's an independent project, something that's more of a labor of love than anything. I'd love to see it grow. I don't know if it will. Kind of dovetails into my Star Wars Radar uh, Twitter account somewhat. That's got 48,000 followers on it. I brag about that number because it's a, it's a big Star Wars community on Twitter, for me at least. And then uh, in November, we're setting the stage for the Creator Advocates Weekend Workshop. I'll have more details on that soon. That, again, is for people like me, people who are producers, content producers. Uh, I pushed five unique podcasts to uh, the creators who pledged to me on creatoradvocate.com. You can join that if you want. You can listen to all the back content. And there's a, there's a fair amount of it. There's like I think I've done over 40 of them now. Quite a few, honestly. The uh, 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 So I'm, I, I just needed, to, needed you to know that I, there's more to life from Chris Perillo than just content, 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 video, audio, video, audio, tweets. Um, yeah, I, I keep myself busy, that's for sure. And in between then, I, uh, I'm a husband and I'm a daddy, which is what I have to move on to do to, uh, what, do to? What I have to move on to do now, I'm going to leave everybody be. Thank you, everybody, if you did listen this far. Uh, thank you for subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for following me across social. Thank you for tuning into live TLDR broadcasts. Thank you for tuning into live Chris Perillo broadcasts. Uh, thank you for being a sub of mine on Twitch, if you are. Thank you for being a patron of mine, if you are, on patreon.com. Thank you for uh, doing super chats on YouTube when I broadcast live there. Uh, thank you for doing this GoFundMe experiment to see where that goes with uh, device drives. Uh, I really appreciate all, all the patience and, and uh, attention that you all provide. I'm, I'm happy to return the favor. Uh, we grew by 6,731 YouTube subs this month in the Chris Perillo channel. Happy to know that uh, you are one of them, or at least uh, I believe you are. And even if you're not, I love you. I appreciate you. At this point, I'm going to leave you to your own devices. May the Force be with you.